We have a, a really kind of uh, unique uh, uh, thing that we're going to learn about. Again, maybe you get hints of this uh, existing out there, or if you're a business person, you know all about it. And it is the Pennsylvania Free Enterprise Week. And we have with us the Vice President of Marketing and Development for the Foundation for Free Enterprise Education, Scott Lee. Welcome, Scott. Hi, Joel. Thanks. Nice to be here. And we have Alexis Holsinger. She is a, uh, a graduate of uh, PFU. We're going to use that uh, acronym there. And she is a an intern this summer. Welcome, Alexis. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. All righty, so uh, let's get, we, we like origin stories. We like to know how people grew up. And so we'll start with you, Alexis. Are you from the Erie area or from somewhere else in Pennsylvania? I am from Erie. I'm from Harbor Creek. All righty, so you grew up in Harbor Creek and you went to, you're a Husky? I am, yep. Now, are you in college right now? Or? No, I'm okay. in 11th grade. Oh, and you're interning? Good for yep. you. Thank you. That's fantastic. So what, do you, what are you planning on doing after uh, high school? I plan on going to college and hopefully majoring in forensic science. Oh, terrific. That's awesome. So Thank you. right right away, we're picking up that not everybody's a business major that goes through through the free enterprise week. How about you, Scott? Uh, you're born and bred, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a Fairview High School graduate, went to Carnegie Mellon and actually have a chemistry degree. And then I really? yeah, did that for four years in Washington. And then I moved back to Erie to take over the family business, Thomas Lee Printing and Mailing, uh, which I ended up selling in 2016. So I ran that for about 29 years. That's amazing. And and what what part of chemistry were you were you into at the time? Well, I was an organic chemist and and what what we did was I got a job with Booz Allen in Hamilton in Washington DC. Did you really? Yeah, we wrote got, What what era was that? Uh Scott? that was 80 that was 83 through 87. And we wrote guidance documents for the EPA, uh, okay. how to clean up hazardous waste sites. I, my, my goal was to rid the world of hazardous waste. So. Good for you. Yeah. You know, uh, you know. Uh, again, small world, right? One <laughs> degree of separation, Erie, Pennsylvania. So yeah. kid with the St. John's, Mercier's Prep, uh, Penn State Baron, Penn State, also was at Booz Allen the same time you were, but over in, um, in RF, in, in the communications sector. Again, people have to understand, and his name is Mike DeFrancisco, and, uh, and, and he okay. worked for Booz. He was, he was a bigwig for Booz for a long time okay. until, until about 10 years ago or so. Wow, yeah. But, but uh, people have to understand that Booz Allen is this monstrous consulting firm in D.C., right? That's right, yeah. I mean, how many different practices do they have? It's incredible. Yeah, that's exactly right. Our, our contract was with EPA, and we were on the, we were on the, this, uh, I can't remember the, the group that we were with, but long story short, there were 2,000 employees just in the D.C. area alone, so it Oh my gosh, just, just for the, wow, yeah. incredible. All righty, so let's talk about free enterprise. I, I do get on these tangents, but it, I mean, again, I, that's what I love about this show is like, well, you, you, everybody grew up with everybody. You know, it's back in the, you know, it's like back in the day where you would show up at the Peninsula Inn, like in yeah. you know, circa 1986, <laughs> and all of your friends from high school and college were there, yep. all in one place, right? Yep. Uh, and so this is kind of the, the radio version of that. All right. So what is Free Enterprise uh, Week? Okay. So Pennsylvania Free Enterprise Week is basically a week-long immersion in business for high school juniors and seniors. And the, it was started in 1978 by a group of very business people who got together for breakfast one day because they were having trouble finding and retaining quality employees. Uh, people, uh, these young people coming out of high school didn't understand anything about business. Uh, and to this day, we do not require any business education 
in high school in order to graduate. So there's this this lack of understanding about business and business drives everything. So this group of people decided to, they went out to Washington State and actually saw this program in action or a similar program in action, came back and decided to bring it to the students of Pennsylvania. So uh, that first program was held at Clarion State University at, actually Clarion State Teachers College at, at the time. <laughs> and there were about 100 volunteers or 100 students and about uh, 50 volunteers. And they put on this program, the first ever in 1979. So we've been in, this will be our 41st summer of offering this program to the Commonwealth students. Was there a connection to ACES at one point? Or I, is that a different organization? It's a different organization. Uh, you know, one of the founding, one of our founding members was the Manufacturers Association okay. back in the day. And they also uh, were the founding sponsors of, of the ACES program. So we're similar. The ACES program is a... Is and that's still in, in existence school. too? Huh? It is, yeah. It's oh an gosh. in-school program and okay. they do programs... It's their week-long programs, but they do them in the classroom. Okay. So it'll take over like an entire junior or senior class uh, in a school where we at, we bring together students from all across the Commonwealth. You know, a couple thousand sure. students a year. Uh, so that it's a it's a different dynamic. Okay. So, and, yeah. and and the felt need uh, for those businessmen then, and really the businessmen now is just education about how business works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. The, the common misnomer, and especially if there's any students out there listening to this, you know, if you are either signing a paycheck or accepting a paycheck, regardless of what field you're in, that's a business. Yeah. And you need to understand what's at stake for you as an employer and you maybe as a future employee or employer, I should say. You need to know what's at stake and what your role is going to be and how you're going to help your company succeed. And uh, again, we're not teaching it in schools, and that's why we exist, to give these students a leg up on the rest of the competition, obviously to, you know, maintain our intellectual property in Pennsylvania. A lot of these young people leave our state uh, for Mm -hmm. perceived better opportunities elsewhere. There are plenty of opportunities in Pennsylvania, but we just need to make them aware of that and give them tools to help them you know, do it. So Alexis, I really want to find out, you know, how did you first find out about PFU? I heard about it at school. There was a uh, presenter who presented it to the entire class that mm-hmm. I was in. And it just it grabbed my attention. I really wanted to do it. Did you, did, I mean, do you feel like you have a little bit of a of a business bent or is it just, it was just really interesting what they were talking about. It was just really interesting. Okay. We're going to find out more about that. Uh, so uh, obviously students like Alexis are eligible. Who else is eligible okay. for PFU? It's open to every single current sophomore or junior. So meaning rising juniors and seniors across. So the right now, cause we're still in school. So yep. it's still not too late for this Absolutely. summer. Absolutely. We are still accepting applications. Uh, I encourage all current sophomores and juniors to at least uh, kick the tires, www.pfew.org, and, <laughs> and yeah. see what this whole thing's about. But yes, it's open to every single private, parochial, public, cyber, charter, homeschooler. You know, as long as you're a sophomore or junior, it's open to you. Interesting. And and the uh, the whole concept is, is that even though it kind of originated in Erie, it is statewide. So you're you're making the rounds, and uh, uh, the other staff are, are are really across the state, whether it's Scranton, Philly, uh, uh, Pittsburgh, and so on. Uh, uh, but you all go to Williamsport, right? Correct. That's where the program's held. Uh, we are celebrating our 30th year on the campus of Lycoming College. I think that's where you went, Alexis. And. Hey, what? 
During week four, we have a session at the Pennsylvania College of Technology, which is a mm. Penn State adjunct campus. We run two concurrent sessions during week four of the program. So, yeah. Yeah. If you, now, if you would have had PFU this week, you might have seen the president uh, over in Williamsport at the airport. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, the uh, you know, um, and, and, and that just is a, a really nice central location with a beautiful view. Right. I mean, exactly. I mean, beautiful campus. Yeah. All of our campuses across the time we were at Penn State for a while. Penn State, Maine. We outgrew that simply because they run summer school. Uh, we were Clarion. We were at Lock Haven. And now we're on our fourth and fifth campuses, wow. Lyco and, and Penn. So. Uh, the uh, you know no there's a there's an idea that it, th- there is some cost to this but it also there's some scholarships available right. how does that work so uh, a student attends based on a six hundred twenty five dollar scholarship provided by uh, a, a business a chamber a civic organization a foundation an individual across the state who believes in this type of education. And that $625 scholarship pays for a student's entire program, week-long program, the activities, uh, you know, everything that they will undertake, their room, their board. Uh, the students stay on a college campus. They live in the dorms. They eat in the cafeteria. You know, they have the uh, full college experience on top of the, the business education that comes along with this. There is a student registration fee, and that is $295. And that also helps to to offset costs and things. But the reason why we have that is because we learned a long time ago, if you offer something for free, it has no value. It has no worth. You know, students have to have a buy in and all that. Um, If there's ever a hardship on on covering that 295 registration fee, we offer payment plans. We offer Mm -hmm. financial aid. uh, We also have donors that are willing to offset a portion of that. But students have to pay something in order to come. Do, do you do you ever get the sense that, uh, you know, maybe they're, uh, you know, because it's rising juniors, rising seniors, they might have their first job. They might be able to pop in a uh, hundred dollars and and maybe do a little fundraising around the family. Right. To, to yep. come up with the two ninety five. We have students that do that all the time. And it's a great story. I, I, I would think I would think that that skin in the game is really the almost the first lesson in learning about the markets for free enterprise system. Would you want to care to well, that's a great explain point. that? Yeah, I mean, uh, nothing is free. I mean, uh, the true cost of anything is the opportunity cost, and that simply means what do you have to give up to get what you want, hmm. whether it's money, whether it's time, whatever it is. There is a true cost of something, and there is value in covering a part of that cost. That's part of what makes free enterprise great. Is we were kind of joking, uh, you know, promoting this. That this is definitely not the uh, the Democratic Socialist Week <laughs> here. This is Free Enterprise Week. But there, there is, there's definitely a worldview that's that's that we're talking about here of of just the market and and free enterprise and capitalism. Any 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 thoughts that way? Well, look, I mean, obviously, you know, capitalism and and free enterprise has lifted more people out of poverty, has restored more prosperity uh, to more people across the world. We think it's the finest economic system in the world. Sure, it has flaws. But the bottom line is when you get out of the way and you enable people to make something of themselves and give them opportunities to lift themselves up and to create opportunity and to and to thrive and to provide a good or a service that is wanted by the public that's the best thing mm-hmm. ever yeah. and that's what we teach we teach the truth about the power and the absolute majesty of of the American free enterprise system 
And it's pretty amazing, Alexis, you know, of all the different things that somebody can do now to generate income, whether it is writing in a blog or, or uh, you know, starting uh, a little a little food system or a food truck or what have you, right? Yeah. I mean, think about all those different things that people can do. Uh, I, I like the idea where you can become a, a YouTube star and uh, make millions, right? <laughs> <laughs> from, from, your, from your living room, right? We're talking to Scott Lee and Alexis Holsinger. They're from the Pennsylvania uh, Free Enterprise Week. If you have a question, give us a call at 679-1080 well you know like like it's been going on for a long time because i i've known this pretty much my whole life that it was well, 78 right yeah 1978 and uh and and right now there's how many students that attend over the four weeks so we get an average of about three thousand applications and we have about two thousand one hundred openings uh throughout the course of the five weeks yeah we run there are 24 student companies in each week and with about uh what 17 18 how many did you have in your company last year alexa i had 18 yeah so about 18 students per company so yeah, it's uh, it's quite busy. It's uh, you know it's a lot of a lot of young people, and we have uh, 120 volunteers and about 80 volunteer speakers and all sorts of uh, it's 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 a happening thing. So. Is is it um, is it supported and is it is it small business, large business? I mean, like where's the kind of the drive coming from? It's all across the board, and we obviously have a. a an incredible group of supporters who believe in this type of education, obviously that understand that, uh, you know, business is going to be our future in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, like I said before, and, and I think Alexis will agree, you know, no matter what field you're going into, I mean, if she's going to be going into forensics, she's going to be either writing or accepting a paycheck too. You have to charge fee for service. You have to, you know, you're providing a, a service for money or whatever it may be. That's a business. By definition. Yeah. And we need to understand that, you know, uh, what's at stake. And that's why we have so many passionate supporters, because, look, this is their future. Students like Alexis are, the, are their future employees. Um, you know, like I said, there are future employers. There are civic leaders. Uh, we got to get on top of this right away. I mean, Absolutely. It's, it's that important. And, and, and uh, you know, you talked about that during the week, there's companies Okay, so unpack a little bit, Alexis. You want to explain, you know, uh, the 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 different like tell me, tell us about, you know, how did you get thrown into that company, or did you choose, and what was the company about, and what were you doing there? Okay, so we were randomly divided into different companies. So there's like A one, A two, A three throughout the alphabet, not mm -hmm. the entire alphabet, obviously. Right. But, um, I was an F one, and Basically, you're assigned something along. We were shoes. Okay. Like C was candy. I don't remember the so other. So you were you were were you a manufacturer or a retailer of shoes? Both. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah. Let me let let's yeah. let's describe a little bit about the program. So all right. So these students come and they're grouped in groups of eighteen students or roughly, and they are purposely not put with anybody from their hometown. Hopefully, nobody uh, from the same county. So, so you met people from like Philadelphia or everywhere. All, yeah. Huh? Wow. Go ahead. Yeah. Scott. And so what we do is we group them into we put them in the company and we give them we assign them an industry. And in Alexa's case, she was in the footwear industry. So there are 
three companies competing against each other in the footwear industry. We also have the power tool industry, the uh, outerwear industry, the candy industry. So you don't get a monopoly. You have to compete on the free market. Pretty much. Maybe that's why it's free enterprise week. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. This is fascinating. Yeah. So they, they basically become the management team of an underperforming manufacturing company. So they run this company for a simulated three year period of time. And all throughout the week, we have a computer simulation licensed specifically to us. It's college level. They must make decisions 12 times. So each quarter, each quarter for three years, that's 12 decisions on how many units to produce, what to charge for their product. Uh, how much to spend in advertising and marketing, research and development, uh, uh, quality management, all the kind of things that every business person makes every single day. So they have to, and all their decisions are put into this computer simulation. They're evaluated against their competitors. They also have, we the, the computer acts as the buyer of the products and they assign you know market share and all these kinds of things based on the soundness of your decisions. So you actually, get an output after every quarter that tells you how well you did and what you know where you might need to make adjustments the students do this they're mentored by an adult business person who volunteers for the week and they just kind of walk the journey with them they don't answer any questions yeah it's all about the students figuring their own thing out but the bottom line is at the end of the week they have to put on a formal shareholders annual meeting to a group of judges now here's these students coming in knowing nothing about business joel (laughs) and at the end of the week they're actually creating comparative two-year income statements balance sheets charts and graphs with the results of their operations uh and it's a it's a 12-minute presentation and they have now understood the whole area of business finance and, and all the operations that go into you know making a business profitable so the other side of the coin is an advertising marketing presentation so all throughout the week they have to design you know that first of all they have to define their target audience they have to create a 60-second television ad and perform it, a 30-second radio ad and perform it. Glad for radio. Yay, radio. Yay, radio. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear some of these. Exactly. Print media, uh, uh, website design, any kind of social media yeah. presence that they have, and it all has to fit their target audience, and that's also a judge competition. So they are competing for, obviously, the prize of top company, uh, but there's also four different categories within you know top company <clears throat> that they can compete for individual prizes for. So it is it is a 100% realistic immersion in the world of business, and we throw it at them on Sunday, and they come out on Friday exhausted, but, you know, pretty much experts in what's going on. You realize that there probably uh, a large percentage of the sole proprietorships in Erie, Pennsylvania, would die for that kind of training. Well, let me put it to you this way. Uh, those sole proprietors out there or any business people – Come and volunteer and be one of those companies. <laughs> and advisors. learn with these guys. Absolutely. That's, I mean, again, you know, you have people that don't know how to read their QuickBooks spreadsheets, yep. right? Yep. This is like Sim Corporation. You know, like you've heard of Sim City, Sim, uh, yep. whatever. This is like Sim Corporation. Now, now, tell me about the curriculum because this is fascinating to me. And again, I am, I do get a little wonkish, but that's my show. Uh, the, the, you know, you're saying that this is a college level, what is it from like an economics? 
curriculum provider? Or, yeah, you know? it was created by a group uh, from a university in Florida. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. Uh, and they basically created this for their college and for their students to use. Uh, we entered into negotiations a long time ago. This is probably going back about 20 years because yeah. the simulation was realistic. And we had uh, people on our staff and also volunteers who were really into it. Uh, we had used other simulations that weren't as robust before, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but the bottom line is this one brought in banking. You know, you could borrow money, you can pay back loans. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of, you know, real world applications in this simulation, which made it so much better than the ones we were previously using back in the 70s and 80s. So it'd be interesting to see if like if you made really bad decisions in the early quarters whether you would be credit worthy in the later quarters, you know, for some, you know, for emergency financing. I don't know if it gets that, but oh, that's, it most certainly it, does. does it really get oh, yeah. that sophisticated? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. If you lose money for, I believe it's three consecutive quarters, you can't borrow any more money. Well, there you go. <laughs> you, you right. Show a profit. And that sounds like really reality because the <laughs> banks generally only want to give you money when you have all kinds of money already in the bank. Right. I mean, that's that's I can attest to the reality of that. We have to go to a hard news break, but we are going to learn more and more uh, as uh, literally 2000 plus students learn across Pennsylvania for Pennsylvania Free Enterprise Week. Scott, we, we have to ask the question because, uh, again, anybody who watches um, who watches Erie Gifts knows that you guys are the number one fundraiser. And we understand that that basically this is like the kickoff of your your fiscal year for fundraising, right, is Erie Gives. Well, it, let's put it this way. Erie Gives happens at a perfect time because our program actually comes to a, a close the week before. Okay. Uh, we normally finish up, uh, you know, the first, second week of August, and normally the following Tuesday is Erie Gives. So, I mean, it's kind of the perfect storm for us simply mm -hmm. because our bills from the college don't come due until, you know, a few weeks after that. So it's really great to get that influx of cash. And we're very fortunate and very blessed to have a a lot of donors, uh, you know, all over uh, who are willing to participate in your Gives Day. And certainly let, let me just make one thing very, very clear, <laughs> yeah. though. OK, the all 100 percent of the matching funds that we receive from Erie Gives go to scholarships for Erie students. Is that right? Absolutely. OK, well, that's very cool. Well, it has to be. We wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't do it any other way. Yes, we're very blessed to have a statewide presence uh, and a lot of donors who who you know want to support us in, in getting sure. that match. But 100 percent of the dollars generated from the matching funds go towards scholarships for Erie students. Students want to make that very clear. And just so the listeners understand, when when we're talking about a match, and, and again, everybody is so appreciative that uh, the Erie Community Foundation and all the uh, all the contributing uh, organizations like GE or you know used to be GE and so on mm -hmm. contribute to this fund. But it's not a dollar for dollar match. It's a prorated match. So uh, sometimes it's six percent, sometimes it's eight percent, uh, and that and and the the beauty of it is. And again, for for mo for most little nonprofits, this is a way to have some online giving where they probably wouldn't have a whole lot there. Now, for PFU, um, again, it just it arrives at a perfect time, and um, 
and they they just have have a rhythm to this thing and so well you raised like almost a couple a couple hundred thousand dollars yeah right? i think last year was 330 oh, or something like that, that yeah, it, was, it was a pretty good year <laughs> yeah and we are so very grateful not only yeah. to the Erie community foundation but to all the local sponsors who provide the matching pool uh, ecf is fantastic and they've been great to us and you know one of the things does uh, that make a lot of the Erie kids go for free then or except for the for the sign-up fee? Yeah, because of, because of the match last year, 23 Erie students nice. are getting a chance to come to the program. In past, it's been even higher, do, you know, and it fluctuates, to your point, Joel, sure. it fluctuates because of the uh, percentage match and things, and obviously how much money we raise, but uh, we've had as, as many as 34 Erie students be able to go the following year. So really terrific. It's, it's absolutely outstanding. So thank you so much to the Erie Community Foundation. All right, we're going to get back to Alexis here in her, her uh, throwback shoe business business all right <laughs> so 80s and 90s shoes yeah and what uh, it's a company of 18 of the students and uh, this is over in Lycoming. So, like, just going to Lycoming must have been fun for you, right? You from, Coming from Harbor Creek. Oh, it was so fun. It was a totally new experience. I've never been to a campus other than Edinburgh and uh, Penn State Barron. It's got to be helpful for Lycoming to kind of do some marketing to all these really sharp kids coming from all over the mm-hmm. the, uh, the the Commonwealth. All right, so you're coming there, and um, did you have did you have a, an inkling of what you might want to do in the company? Uh, no. All right, I had so, no idea. So you're just going to be. I'm, I'm going to learn something here, right? Yep. So uh, you you were assigned the shoe business. You're in this competitive situation where you know. Um, you're, you're going to try to make money and maybe get some market share, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, from the other competing businesses. What did you end up doing? What part of the company were you responsible for? I was in marketing mainly, and then I also helped with uh, business, uh, keeping track of all the papers and the paperwork. How did you? What did you learn about marketing? Because that's kind of something near and dear to my heart, right? I I learned a lot. It's it's hard to just put into a tiny box because it was just, it was so wide range. It's just crazy. You know, let me ask you this because uh, the favorite part of marketing for me is empathy. You want to think about the end user of your product and service and how are you going to serve them? Mm-hmm. Did you catch that a little bit? Yeah. You know, how they would be able to use these shoes or. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it really, it, it really is an exchange of, of, of help, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Being a helper. And and so coming out after the week, like you must have been exhausted but exhilarated. Tell me about it. I wasn't really exhausted. Did you? <laughs> no, I was, yeah. You must have been eating good and having lots of fun. And I was. I I like working, so it wasn't it wasn't a problem for me. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. So tell us. Okay, so the way Scott described it was. You know, they're making these big presentations and they're, they're talking to shareholders and what have you, shareholders presentation, and then also like commercials and things. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I started getting sweaty just thinking about that. How about for you guys? How about for your company? Was that a nerve wracking experience? It was. I was the timekeeper, though, so I <laughs> did present. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were making sure that we stayed on time. Yeah. So your presenters did a good job? Mm-hmm. They did. How'd you score? How'd you do? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Okay. Do you know who won your week, though? Yes. F2. Oh, one in the same yep. industry. Yeah. F2. Oh. Yeah. The Fs were amazing. They were. They were and so and amazing is the F is the footwear. Yep. Yes. 
Okay, so yeah. you were in you were in the in the tough field there. I was, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, again, it, like like I was saying earlier, you know, you you take. Uh, I just think about all the people that are starting new businesses, right? And and you get an idea. And we've had a lot of conversations here on the radio show about the Idea Lab, and, you know, the uh, the Innovation District, and all these things that are available for entrepreneurs. You know, right from the tiniest little idea, right? But here you are, kind of hatching uh, the opportunity. What what if I were to? be able to do this or what if i were able to you know home in on my skills to help my uh, future employer talk about that well so pennsylvania free enterprise week is the ultimate seed planter i look at it that way i mean yes it's a it's a fantastic experience uh and and like alexa said you don't really have to be in business to to enjoy this experience you're going to get something out of it regardless of what field you're going to go into but here's the thing if we have one student that comes out of there and says, wow, uh, I had no hope before. I had no direction. I had no idea what I was going to do. And, you know, I really am not good at anything. And they come out of this week saying, wow, I could do that or I could do that. There's you, you see an unbelievably amazing transformation in some of these young people who come in, you know, totally not confident and totally yeah. unsure of themselves. And at the end of the week, they're like ready to go take on the world. That's this transformation that, that comes from the power of giving a young person a toolbox and having them open it up and pick up a tool and start using it and saying, yeah, man, I can do this. We're talking to our friends from the Pennsylvania Free Enterprise Week. Our phone number, if you have a question or comment, 679-1080, 679-1080. And their website is... Oh uh, gosh, uh, pfew.org, pfew.org. I want to ask you about um, again. This is open to across the Commonwealth. What what's the diversity? Are you able to bring in people from uh, urban districts, rural districts, and so on? How, how does that all shake out? Yeah, Scott? absolutely. Last year, all right. There's 67 counties in Pennsylvania, and I believe last year we had students from 63 of the 67 counties. Wow. So we get, uh, you know, obviously the population centers are in the southeast part of the state, uh, down in the southwest part of the state in Pittsburgh, up here in Erie as well. Uh, we do extremely well in those areas, but uh, also, I mean, Alexis, I'm sure in your company. You you had, you know, kids that lived on farms and you had kids that lived in apartments in the city and you had a wide range of people. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there's no, uh, you know, it's, the program's open to every single person. And uh, look, I mean, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of diversity, not only in socioeconomics, but also in race and, you know, all, the, all these kinds of things. It's a it's a melting pot, just like America. Very cool. And was that was that neat to kind of meet uh, kids from, you know, I mean, again, you're coming from Harbor Creek, uh, a kid from uh, inner city Pittsburgh would be uh, have an interesting story for you. Huh? Yeah, they were they were an interesting group. I really enjoyed talking and having conversations with them. Very neat. Very neat. Boy, I, I tell you what, there's a lot to get excited about here with Pennsylvania Free Enterprise Week. And, and, and you're here on a mission, right? I mean, because you still have opportunities for students to, to participate. Do you also have opportunities for volunteers yet or are, the, are you full up on that? We are not full up. I mean, we uh, we had some cancellations, unfortunately. And uh, look, it's, it's a big deal to to give up a week of your life. Uh, you know, to spend with a group of high school kids. Yeah. And, and, you know, we can sit here and preach from the mountaintops about how great this program is, but it's a, it's an awful tough, you know, hill to climb and trying to convince someone to spend a week with these young people. But I will tell you this, I was a volunteer for 25 years 
it changed my life. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just very grateful to be working with the foundation. But yes, we have volunteer opportunities for company advisors. Those are the people that mentor a, a student group. Uh, we also have um, uh, judging and, and speaking opportunities. We're full up on, on judges and speakers this year, but uh, there's many, many volunteer opportunities. Uh, you know, even if you'd like to come to visit the program and just kick the tires and see what this whole thing is all about, we welcome you. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic thing, and uh, we like to uh, involve as many people as possible. Alexa, did you bring anything back to school this year that seemed to uh – kind of resonate with some of your some of your uh, education at Harbor Creek? Did, did you have any stories to tell in class? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. I had so many stories. So many stories. <laughs> I One of my friends that I made there, Liz, we, we still keep in touch. I She was just great. I, I loved everyone there. Neat. They were all amazing, and I tell stories about them all the time. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. We're talking to Scott Lee and Alexis, Alexis Holsinger. Uh, they're from the Pennsylvania Free Enterprise uh, Week, which, again, is four weeks, 2,000 students, lots and lots of uh, volunteers, and it's all throughout July and the first week of August. Caller, you're on live with uh, our friends from Pennsylvania Free Enterprise Week. Call, are you there? Hello? Yes, uh, you're. I'm sorry, you're on with uh, our friends from Free Enterprise Week. Go ahead. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I, I just wanted to comment, this is such an awesome topic. I mean, first, I, I hope the parents out there listening are taking notes and they can uh, kind of push their kids towards getting involved in this sort of program. Um, I know that when... When I was younger, uh, I didn't really have much of a, a sense of business acumen. Um, I graduated from college, had a whole ton of debt, and just having that, uh, getting into more of a, a free enterprising uh, spirit has just pulled me up out of that and, and really kind of changed my outlook. So, it's, you know, it's, it's great what it, what it can do for your economic freedom, uh, especially for young people today who seem to be so... I guess despondent for lack of a better term about their, uh, their economic output. So that's, that's just really encouraging hearing that this is going on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Are you, are you, did you find that you're able to do like a, a side hustle or your full-time gig is kind of being an entrepreneur? Well, I've, I've started a side hustle and my, my five-year goal is to turn that into a full-time, uh, employment really i mean i've battled with a lot of college debt and uh i, I need to work full time to to get rid of that first but I, i'd very much like to make it a a full-time thing just the the freedom of being your own boss and you know granted you you have setbacks i mean it's it's not like working just say working in retail for example if, if there's a customer service issue you're you are the manager that they're <laughs> that they're going to. you can't just kind of like pass the buck you know, if, if if something goes wrong and you lose inventory or, or you suffer a setback, you take all that. But also you own all the successes, too. So that's that's a that's some great commentary. Really appreciate it, caller. Have a great one. Appreciate the, yeah, the, the, the affirmation, too. Thanks. Yep. Bye. All right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, think about that. And I don't know if that if the if the algorithm in the software talks about just 
sometimes customers are tough to deal with when you're when you're on that uh, and even if you know if you're on that business to consumer kind of uh deal you know this the the heel broke off, you know, of, of the shoe, right? It, you know, I mean, these are things that you you know worry about, or or you know, um, you know, uh, the 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 color came off of the of the shoe leather or something. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is is that some you know when you're you know. Well, I always used to say the customer's always right unless they're wrong, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you have to say, you know, here's why it's not going to be the way that you want. I mean, again, Scott, you've been in business forever. So, yeah. yeah, it's true. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, it's all about customer service. It's all about the experience. It's about the buying experience these days. And, and quite honestly, people are so quick to leave and to find a better experience. So you better take care of your customers. And oh, by the way, uh, it's a lot easier to retain a customer than it is to go out and get a new customer. We find that obviously in, in fundraising too. Sure. Uh, you know, but the bottom line is uh, these students, uh, what they do at PFEW is they have to come up with all the product uh, features. Uh, in, in Alexis's case, it was shoes. So they had to figure out, they had to design a shoe that had the specific features that their target audience desired. Wow. They really have to think deeply into this kind of thing and create, you know, their product and their business around the customer. And that's exactly what happens in, in, in the real world. So but that, that is real. That must have been a remarkable experience that way of just, you know, just like the early part of the week where you're really trying to to, to put all of the the elements together, you know, to to start uh, kind of the sales cycle, right? Yeah. We, in the first day, we had to think of, like, the name of our company and, like, what our shoe was going to look like. And if we were going to make a shoe, it, it was it was a lot. But I really enjoyed it. What do you what do you hear from parents, you know, you know, when, it, when a kid comes back, uh, you know, uh, uh we get a lot of letters from parents and the great uh, resounding majority of them are saying, what did you do with my child? <laughs> uh, you know, they, they just you turned him into Alex P. Keaton. Yeah. And exactly. only you would know that. Yeah, right? well, exactly. She's too young. <laughs> right. That's depressing. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's, it's remarkable what, you know, the change in one week that can overcome a young person. I mean, you know, some kids will do nothing but sleep for four hours in the car and ride home. Other kids who are always quiet at home will do nothing but talk for four straight hours in the I car bet. right on the way home. Wow. So we get we get the wide gambit of, of experience. But, uh, you know, overwhelmingly, the parents are like, my goodness, uh, you yeah. have you have changed our our son or daughter. And thank you for that. So I, that, that's gratifying to hear. Sure. And again, uh, the, the program is broad enough that just like you, Alexa, you, you want to go into forensic science, yep. you are going to be a part of the free enterprise system, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're running your own, you're this going to be a CEO of your own business, but you're going to be a gainfully employed, you know, uh, positive contributor to the success of whoever you're working for, whether it is a government agency or uh, a private concern, right? Yep, that's right. I mean, and then that, and, and that's what we're all we're all facing. You know, how do we bring more value to uh, the place where we're employed, whether we're running the joint or we're, you know, we're being a good follower. And uh, and I, 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 the, the one thing we haven't talked about yet, Scott, is the whole idea of leadership, which is a critical value 
and and to have uh, for these children. Yeah, we get uh, there's there's plenty of opportunity for leadership at PFEW, and you know Alexis had uh, a leadership role as well within her company. Maybe she wasn't the CEO, but look, you have 18 people. Not everybody can be a CEO. That right. does not mean you can't lead. Every single person in that took responsibility for part of that company and part of that, you know, the, the work that they had to get done. That is leadership in and of itself. We have motivational speakers. We haven't even talked about this, but we have world-class speakers who come to PFEW and talk to these young people about leadership, about communication, about uh, self-esteem, about all these different topics. And, and the thing is, they come to PFEW for free. Some of these speakers garner five to $10,000 of speaking. Seriously. They wow. come for free because they understand what this group of young people is all about and they they hit them you know right in the forehead and uh it 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 just is an amazing experience to hear the messages that these speakers uh impart to these young people we have one minute so let's bring the plane in for a landing (laughs) what do people need to know if if they want their child again rising juniors rising seniors going into uh, uh 19 to 20 uh school year what do they need to know to get involved with the pennsylvania free enterprise week okay so for students to sign up they can visit the website www.pfew.org there's an application that is online i encourage current sophomores and juniors right now that are listening to apply for this program uh even if you don't plan on going into business it doesn't matter you will take away an amazing experience and uh you know you're you're going to be much better prepared for your future no matter what field you go into so yes uh www.pfew.org sign up today uh if you're a volunteer i encourage you to call me and let's talk about something uh i'd I'd love to talk to you uh our number is uh 814 Eight three three nine five seven six, and my extension is eight. Uh, I'm also on the website, so uh, please feel free to reach out and and and, and contact me. We are always looking for scholarship donors. Uh, you can yeah. provide a, a gift to uh, the foundation at any time. Uh, we have we have local students who are still looking for scholarships this year. So uh, if you'd like to donate or contribute, uh, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We'd love to have you on board. I would say if you're a grandparent, uh, if you're granddad, grandma, you know, get, uh, you know, offer to do like a four to one match. If that kid <laughs> could come up with the 40 bucks, you've got the rest, the $109 for the sign up fee and, uh, and, and, and really, you know, get them going on, on, on PFU. Uh, thank you so much, Scott Lee, the vice president of marketing and development for the foundation for free enterprise education, Alexis Holsinger, uh, uh, Harbor Creek Husky yep. and a student <laughs> graduate from PFU and intern this summer. Have a great summer. Thank you guys so much for being on the program.